Well, welcome back to Koinonia after that lovely commercial. <laughs> Talking to a lawyer sounds pretty good for a change. <laughs> That's good. Oh, my. Well, Snow, you were just telling us uh, before the commercial break about the event uh, with that apparently led to the to a famous book. Yeah, The, the Cross and the Switchblade uh, was written by Reverend Wilkerson and really is the origin of Teen Challenge and its founding. And then, of course, was replicated across the nation. We now have 240 Teen Challenges uh, practically in every state of the Union. And then also internationally in the global side of Teen Challenge, though we're in uh, 100 uh, plus uh, nations. Some, I think it's right now, I think it's 108 or 9 uh, nations that we're also in. And um, the, the Ministry of Teen Challenge is really multifaceted, Bob, because we, we work with uh, youth and, and young adults. Uh, we have uh, adolescent uh, teen programs for girls and boys across the nation. We have young adult programs. Uh, we have uh, women and children's programs, which we're pleased that we started one right here in Arizona, as a matter of fact, 12 years ago in Casa Grande called the Home of Hope. And in that wonderful facility, uh, up to 65 women and children can be cared for. And these are mothers that uh, would never get the help to be in recovery if it hadn't been the fact they could bring their child and and be with their child, infant to, say, seven, eight years of age. Uh, If they couldn't, many of those ladies wouldn't have gotten the help to, you know, get out of the addiction problem they had and to be in recovery. And the same time they're in the program, their child can be with them and be cared for in a, in a beautiful uh, licensed, DES-licensed uh, child care facility right there uh, on, on site. And it's brought a lot of dignity to these ladies that have been uh, abused terribly and been on the streets, many of them, and hurting and broken. And now we have a wonderful program for these ladies to come to and bring their children and be in that atmosphere together and be cared for. Matter of fact, it's so exciting, Bob, because, you know, many times these ladies, because of their lifestyle, their children were taken from them. But Mm -hmm. now that they're in the home of hope... Uh, they, they had a CPS case maybe against them uh, where the child was taken. Yeah, and CPS is. Child Protective Services. And and rightfully so. I mean, they, they maybe were on the street or they were just in their lifestyle. The child was not cared for properly. Well, I'm happy to report that many of the ladies that come to our program, um, those cases have been closed and the children have been returned to their, their mothers because uh, the judges have seen, the, the caseworkers have seen that uh, this mother now is really – uh, turned her life around and can care for the children now and be a, a you know a, a mother that can have a lot of um, wonderful opportunities to really raise her children in, in a proper setting and so we're excited about that because that's i guess the proof in the pudding when you see the cps case close and a child return to uh, their their mother it's a beautiful story how, how many times has that happened well in the in the 12 years that we've been open uh, some 140 cases have been closed. And uh, I think that speaks for itself because uh, the Child Protective Services are very cautious, very, very careful, very thorough. And uh, these children now are back with their mothers uh, you know, in a beautiful way because in this Christian faith-based program called Teen Challenge, you know, these mothers now have a better opportunity and have a new perspective on life and, and really their character and their, their integrity and, and even their dignity has been greatly ministered to and improved uh, dramatically. And the judges and all take note of that and, and see that they can be a very caring, thorough 
uh, respectful mother now in, in every way. And then, too, for our men. It's in our men's programs. Uh, you know, these are men that uh, now have a second chance, of, are now drug and alcohol-free and can go out in the community and make a difference. So many of our graduates now are going into uh, ministry. We have 30, 34% of our graduates from Teen Challenge going into full-time ministry. Uh, that's just unprecedented. I mean, it's amazing. M- many f- finish the program. Maybe you'll go into business or go back to society to uh, you know work in their uh, local community and their churches and their schools. Uh, you know, helping out, making a difference. But to have thirty four percent of our graduates of Teen Challenge uh, uh, go into ministry, I-, I think that is so wonderful because now they can really help the next person, kind of give back, if you will, and they understand the addiction issues and addiction problems, and that. It makes up probably about 65 to 70 percent of our staff, Bob, are, are graduates of our program. And they get it. You know, they understand the, the problems that the, these people are facing today. Oh, well, that's an amazing statistic. Let me loop back a moment on that CPS number. Mm-hmm. So are you literally saying that that's 140 children that would have ended up in foster care essentially were returned to their natural parent as a result of Teen Challenge. Yes, and for the most part. And, and you know, these are cases where, you know, maybe they were uh, having to stay at a grandparent's house, but they were literally taken away from the, the, the natural mother because of their lifestyle, but now are returned and the mother has uh, opportunity to have the rights to them back, to visit, to be with them and, and have them uh, even even in, in the home itself. Many of the kids uh, many times have come back and, and actually been with their mother going through the 12-month uh, Teen Challenge program. Hmm. So uh, I've, I've never had any direct uh, personal experience with an addiction situation like this. So tell me, I mean, how does the program work? I mean, mm-hmm. how do you break that kind of powerful addiction? Yeah. You know, uh, interestingly enough, I, I go back to Washington, D.C. I'm the national rep to Washington, D.C. for Teen Challenge uh, USA. And, and uh, many of the uh, uh, government officials, uh, substance abuse officials ask the very same question. And uh, they want to know about faith-based recovery programs. How does it work? And I tell them, well, we pray for people that have addiction and uh, they get off of drugs. I mean, that's the simple answer. And so so you can imagine the look on their face when we say, you know, we pray and they get off drugs. But 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 truly, that's the case. I mean, that's not overstating. They really are understating it either. I mean, that is the truth. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that God uh, intervenes in a person's life uh, through faith and through believing in, in God's love and, and uh, just reaching out. Our staff, as I said, many of them are graduates of the program. They get it. They understand. They they can uh, work with a person that comes through the doors and, and realize their addiction uh, doesn't have to dictate the rest of their life and determine who they're going to be the rest of their life, that God can change their life and give them purpose and meaning and literally take the addiction away from them. You know, this is, this is the outstanding thing is that through our Christian curriculum, uh, the young men and ladies that are in our program, they learn a new lifestyle, you know, character qualities now that are based on the Word of God, where you have respect for your fellow man. You have respect and dignity for those that you're working with and in and, 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 and your community. And, you know, that that's so needed today, just in general in our in our society, is just this, the simple courtesies of everyday, uh, you know, interacting with people are missing today in our society. Well, that's what we teach our young men and young ladies, to have respect and, and to uh, be integral and and to really live their life out uh, giving back and, and making a difference in somebody else's life. Now, the Bible talks about to whom much is given, much is required, and that's really kind of a motto at ours at Teen Challenge is, is to give back, to make a difference in somebody else's life. So what type of reactions do you get from, let's say, a government bureaucrat who might be 
checking the box that says I'm an agnostic, and I'm a little, a little confused oh, yeah. and suspicious about this story from Arizona. Oh yeah, and and it's 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 true across the country and literally around the world with Teen Challenge because that's who we are. We're a faith-based organization, and to those that maybe would be a disbeliever or don't uh, maybe agree with uh, you know the fact that it's a, a Christian program, if you will. Is, is to look at the results. You know, Teen Challenge has now been uh, studied and looked at uh, in three different independent studies, uh, documented. These are bona fide studies from universities and uh, have been qualified in the, maybe it's been a three to five year study, some of them. Um, but the bottom line is, is they all showed an 80 to 86% success rate. Uh, which is uh, really the results speak for themselves. And I think when someone says, well, I don't believe or I, I don't care for any kind of a religious program, well, you know, we look at ourselves as a viable alternative, and here's the results. If you have a difference of opinion or you want to try a different program, you're, you're free to do that, obviously, in America for sure. Uh, but here's what we can do, and here's what's happening uh, through uh, God's intervention and love and prayer and people at counsel with God's compassion and love on a daily basis at Teen Challenge. We are seeing miracles, and we're seeing results. No, I'm, uh, let me play the devil's advocate a role for which an attorney seems appropriately suited. <laughs> okay. But uh, what, what are the footnotes about that 80 to 86% rate? Does that mean 80% of the people who walk in the door the first day are going to walk out? Sober? No, no, not necessarily because, you know, there's a certain amount that come in in our what we call intake induction programs uh, that don't stay within maybe within that first two weeks they'll leave. But of those that stay with the program, that complete the full program, the full 12 to 13 months, 86% success rate. And um, and for those that even drop out of the program early on, by what, what's encouraging here is that, you know, many of these young people and young adults that come to us, that, that first two weeks when they realize that, you know, we're, we're – you know, a strict program. There's a discipline part of the program. I mean, in in respect to, you know, 6 a.m., everybody gets up and, you know, you start start with a devotional and you start with breakfast and you have work and then you have study and then you have chapel at night. I mean, it's a very organized, disciplined program. It's not a club med, that's for sure. So, you know, I mean, for some people, they just, you know, think, well, uh, you know, I don't want to be here. You know, this, this is uh, this is not for me. But we find that many of them do come back around and say, you know what, I went back out there and uh, what, what's going on in, in the world and, and uh, the other uh, secular or government programs, um, I, I just I keep falling back into the addiction. I keep you know, having problems. And um, I, I want to now give God an opportunity to change my life. And, and to their credit, you know, they're, they're searching for something. They're, they're looking for something, that void in their life. And only God can fill that. And we're thankful that we can offer that. And, uh, and the studies are, are, are very thorough. And, uh, and they really prove out the fact that a young person's life can be dramatically changed uh, and make a difference in their life. With that discipline component, I'm thinking that this isn't the kind of program where my rebellious uh, 14-year-old, I can just drive over, drop him off, and say, here, Snow, fix her. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised how many parents have uh, attempted to do that, frankly, with our Adolescent Girls program. And and on that note, Bob, one of the things that's really helpful for our, our kind of program with the adolescents is we require the parents have to be involved, too. They just can't as you say, you know, drop off for the child. They have to also come in for uh, counseling sessions. They have to also interact with our our staff and our counselors and 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 be held accountable, if you 
will, on their role and responsibility in dealing with a young person that's having a, a drug uh, issue or problem. Uh, sorry to say, you know, we're finding now in this third generation of drug abuse in America that some of the parents are introducing the drugs to their children, which is just a, a sad day for it. It's, a, a, you know, it's something that we as Americans have to really uh, you know, take a hard look at, how this drug problem has become so evasive. And it, it's really something, it's an indictment really against uh, all of our nation uh, when you see parents actually being the ones that are saying, try this, try that to their son or daughter, which is just unconscionable. Uh, but yet it's happening. And so we're saying to all the parents, and, and many of the parents are very well-intentioned, don't get me wrong, but many parents want to see their child you know, free of drugs. And so when they bring them, we say, well, you also will be asked to come to counseling sessions and special meetings and parent classes. And, you know... Bob, the heartwarming thing is, is the parents really want this. They want help. They want to learn too. And to their credit, uh, God is blessing them and restoring the whole family together. Not just fixing the kid, but the whole family is uh, restored. Wow. That's really an encouraging story. Well, we'll be back with more with Snow Peabody. You're listening to Bob Brown on Koinonia, Faith Talk 1360, KPXQ. Hello, I'm Tom Brown for Benefit Air. Mike, I'm reading about Benefit Air clients on Yelp. Impressive. Thanks, Tom. We're really grateful when people recognize our...